This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> this week we're talking about Let the Right One In. Or Bork 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 Yubba Yubba Lidna Lidna. We are watching the original version that came out in 2008. Sweden. Made in Sweden, and I believe we all watched the subtitled version, correct? Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've seen, I just want to let it be known, I've seen two Swedish movies, maybe maybe more, but I've definitely seen two, and both of them were, were very bleak. Uh, <laughs> it had something to do with being cold 320 days of the year, but... And all the taxes. <laughs> yeah. Their, their stupid high standard of living. I, <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, well, this was directed by Thomas Alfredson, written by John Avede Lindquist. I'm pretty sure I got that middle name wrong. Uh, starring Kare Hedebrandt, Lena Linderson, Per Ragnar, Henrik Dahl, Karen Bergquist, Peter Kahlberg, and a bunch of other hockey players. Um <laughs> You think, yeah, you think, Jeff, you'd be better at uh, some of the Norwegian, not the Norwegian, the Scandinavian names. Not, not Norwegian, but Swedish, definitely. But, yeah, these are Lindquist. Got that. Alfredson, got that. His middle name, though, I've never seen that before. <laughs> um, all right, this was what, Scott? What's yes. your history with this movie? So, never seen this. It, it, it's been on my radar for quite some time. Uh, you know, something I never got around to watching, and uh, with this being the the last of our um, our usual uh, October slash Halloween series where we do horror movies for for the month or so, um, I thought this would be a good time to do it. Um, so yeah, this is the the first time um, watched it on Amazon Prime. Okay, uh, I'll guess I'll go next. Same thing with me. I've never seen it. I heard about it, and it kind of sounded too scary for me for some reason. Whenever there's foreign films, I feel like they don't have the restraint. <laughs> like, you know, we watch these Korean and Japanese movies, yeah, yeah, and they're like, oh, super Swedish too. Up. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. But uh, it, it was, it was, it was per- I really liked it. Well, as we'll get into it. So it wasn't too scary. Um, and I haven't seen the, uh, the remake or anything either. So and I really knew nothing right, about it. Right. I had a hint. It was about vampires. I kind of knew that, I think. Yeah, I think I think I did know that going in. I don't know how. Maybe some of the promotional materials, like on IMDb, the the poster they have up, like spoilers. It's it's the girl, and there's like blood running down her face. So like. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Alex, what's your history with this? Well, first of all, I have to apologize to our listeners, <laughs> as you can probably hear. We have a new puppy, and we're crate training, and this is past her bedtime, so she has to stay in. The trainer to stay uh, in her crate and quiet, and this is the process. <laughs> Just gotta tough it out. Um, but uh, we'll try to filter Be out as strong, much as, as possible. Don't give in now. 
Oh, that I'm fine with that. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, but yeah, this let the right one in. I actually forgot how I heard about this movie, but I just watched it on my own. Um, and then, like a few months later, that's when they started advertising like the remake, the the U.S. remake for this film. So I'm glad I got to watch the Swedish one first years and years ago. I think it was around like 2009, 2010 or so. And uh, yeah, I've only seen it once. And then as I was watching it this latest time, it, I guess it must have been a really good impression because it's like things just came, started coming back to me as soon as I started watching it again from years ago, from like 12 years ago. So yeah, still good. It, uh, there's a TV series now too. Um, yeah, I saw that while I was yeah, trying to find which, which version to watch. Yeah. Which I don't think any of us have watched, right? So no, no. comment there. All right. Well, as usual, we're each going to talk about seven items from the movie. Scott, lead us off. What's your number seven? Uh, so my number seven. Um, so, you know, just just overall, uh, this, this isn't really my, my seven. But, um, you know, overall, I, I really liked how the whole movie was set up. And, and how it worked as as horror movie and, and on, on a couple other levels which which we'll get to um and and in one respect with that uh, is, is my number seven how this guy was just like bad at being a serial killer the guy that was mm-hmm. um n- like pretending to be her dad um so so right off the bat i wanted to ask you guys um so so this guy that that you know is is doing all the adult things that she can't um and also, you know, going out and, and getting blood for her. Um, what what do you think, like, he, like how, how did he get into that role? So, for starters, like, I, like obviously not her real father. Um, so, I'm, I'm curious what, what you guys think, like, how, how he came to, to be in that, that role. Because I don't think there was any, like, vampire mojo going on there. No, I mean, do we? I I do not think it's her father either. But do we know that? I mean, it's possible, or a relative of. Well, how long did she say she did? She said she got turned along. She's been twelve for a long time. I think that's about all we know. Right? Yeah, I think I think the implication there is like, like a really really long time. Okay. So. Um. I always got the idea that he, she recruited him in a like similar manner that she recruited Oscar, like groomed him. That, that's that's kind of what I thought by by the end of the movie, because um, at like one point he tells her, like, "Do me a favor, don't go see that that boy tonight." Um, I don't know whether that was because he he knew she was hungry, or because he was jealous. Um, but the way she kind of like strokes his cheek before he goes out makes me think that it was the latter. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, but I would just think if if it's setting up a new cycle and like okay that this guy was some young boy that she befriended fifty years ago, he would be a lot better at doing what he's doing now. True, true. Right? Like, like I would say that. Yeah, I was going to talk about a little bit more of this in my list. Um, but that but, aspect of it. So, so that 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 goes back to my number seven is, I think it's actually pretty realistic that that he's like constantly getting like the three times we see him do it, he's getting caught, right? Um, or the two times? Is it? No, three times because uh, he clean, technically cleans up after the other body. Um, but uh, it it makes sense because like 
it's it shouldn't be easy to go out and ki- randomly kill people, especially in in a place like Sweden. Uh, you know, it just doesn't have the same population. It's not like you know, hundreds of millions of people running around. Um, it'll, it'll be noticed more, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, may, it makes sense. Like it, it kind of adds a level of I think realism to this. Um, it does raise the question of like, how do they not get caught before? But it seems clear that they're constantly moving around. Yeah. I would say in a smaller town, I think it would be easier to make the kill. It would be harder for people to notice the kill ha- happened, right? Like, Right. You can go out in the wilderness and, I mean, the odds, I mean, it was bad luck. They were walking their dog. and they, But, like, I don't know, go to a more secluded space than just some people walking their dog. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But people taking notice would definitely happen a lot. So everyone knows everybody, right? When, when the guy's like, oh, yeah, he's in my building. and Yeah. Like, that makes sense. But I don't even know Sweden. I mean, I don't even know where in Sweden they were. Yeah, like, obviously, no, they're not in Stockholm about... or anything like that. Yeah, no, I don't know next to nothing. Yeah. It's really cold. <laughs> <laughs> and they make good hockey players. Um, and, and chefs. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, well, I'll go next. My number seven, and it's not a negative thing but it is the swedish language is a rough language to listen to man like <laughs> this is my first swedish movie and i don't know like i i don't hear the language that often and it's it's a rough one i forgot what movie we did when they were talking backwards to pretending it was swedish or whatever and it it, it is very much that like was, uh, top secret. top secret <laughs> yeah oh it was it's hard on the ears um <laughs> Luckily, they're very educated over there, and they all speak perfect English and like probably French and Spanish too. And you don't have to hear them speak. Their language. Except, I think I think the the teacher, like the PE teacher guy, I think he was Spanish. Like, okay. like I think there was like a joke that that he was saying some words wrong, but we didn't get, like. It's very hard to get because. <laughs> Because he's still speaking Swedish, yeah, yeah. Like it's like doubly lost in translation. So like it just I don't know maybe because I haven't watched a Swedish movie, I have watched plenty of movies in Spanish or Chinese or whatever like in Korean. So like that doesn't it doesn't bother me. I just tune it out and I listen. I read the words or whatever, and I just go for the emotion. Here it was hard to do that. I just like wow, this is a rough language. (laughs) It's all just like angry German. (laughs) Oh, didn't go to thousand. German sounds more pleasant to me. And not as, like, rough, but, like, there's no... I don't know. I felt like if you right now asked me to learn any language, that would be the hardest. Even though I know they say, like, Japanese is super... I don't know. It just seems super hard to at least say, pronounce. Okay. Anyway, that's my number seven. Um, Alex, number seven. My number seven is... Well, as a parent, it's always rough watching some of these scenes, but Oscar getting bullied... Is um, yeah, it's one of it's one of the many many fears we have as parents, mm-hmm. and uh, what's what's terrifying is like what was was the did the bullying drive Oscar to like collect all these creepy clippings of serial killers and everything and grab a knife and start like fantasizing about killing his bullies, or was he that kind of a creepy kid before and that's why he got bullied. It's kind of like, yeah, it's chicken and the egg type of situation, and either either of those is pretty terrifying. Uh, yeah. Well, 
I, I, I do think that he was, um, I don't know, weird's not the right word, but um, he's kind of left alone a lot before he was even started to get bullied. So he, I think it would make sense on some level for him to take an interest in some of these like off the beaten path things, like like serial killers. Yeah, be a bit more macabre. Yeah, than the usual kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the bullying is ter- in every movie. I think sometimes movies they go too far. Like, but I don't know. Maybe they do that in Sweden or other places. Like. You know, trying to drown a kid or pull a knife on him and stuff. Like I don't know. I see that in movies, and I always think, ah, does that really happen? I mean, in extreme cases, maybe, but not your average bullying. But maybe it does. I don't know. Anyway, Scott, number six. Uh, number six was my only kind of <laughs> real big knock on the movie. Um, is they they do some some really good subtle effects, but the cats and the and the fire. We're, <laughs> we're a little rough. A little rough. Um, Cats are pretty rough. Cat, like, I don't even think it was, like, a, a, a digital effect when she's falling down the stairs. I think they just, like, stuck a bunch of, like, cat puppets on her. <laughs> um, so that was rough. Uh, like, the cat, like, biting in her ankle and stuff, like, and, and hissing at her. Um, but then her immolation... Um, which Rune would otherwise would have been a really gruesome scene. Um, just, I, I, I kind of wish they, maybe, maybe they did try to go, initially they were going to go with a more practical route um, for that. And I could, I could see why that, that kind of, doing that kind of scene would be a huge pain in the ass. Um, but um, I, I kind of wish they, they'd done something a little more, um, again, like real with it, uh, so yeah, that's my number six. So I really, my really gripe. Um, both those scenes like stood out. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's, I it's was wondering what the budget was for this because some. I mean, it's you know the scope is very small. They're the you know they filmed at some apartment complex in a school, um, but then, yeah, some of the special effects were pretty amazing. But then then the cats like. Some of the death scenes, some of the the her the caretaker who was all like her his face was all messed oh, up. Oh, that was in the uh, hospital. Yeah, that the acid face was. Yeah, like, this, this mean, was be- was this before Dark Knight? It's the same year. So I'm just saying, year, I think okay. this is on level with Dark Knight. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, a hundred million, two hundred million dollar movie, and so uh, yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, well, my number six is <laughs> this is not a knock of the movie. And I know kids do this because I've seen kids in my swimming pool, but it freaks, bugs me. The ways the kid swimmed, his swimmed, was like treading water at mouth level and just kept drinking the water as he was talking. And it just weirded me out. And maybe they told him to do it that way, but the way he treaded in the water the few times he was in the pool, just, come on, get your get your chin above that water, boy. Like, stop drinking the water when you talk. <laughs> Did you guys notice that or no? Like it's just no. I, I know what you're talking about. I, I, it didn't occur to me because he's just being a kid, like you said. Yeah. I know it, it just it creeps me out. It's just, 
Yeah, and I just stop drinking. The, get that chlorine water out of your mouth. I don't even know what they use in Sweden. They don't even use chlorine. They probably use that was just all melted snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And tangerine juice or something. What? Lingonberries. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Fucking lingonberries. <laughs> They're delicious, though. I gotta say, every lingonberry treat that I've had at IKEA is delicious. I think that's isn't isn't link. Do they have lingonberries in Sweden? Anyway. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What do you think, Mochi? All right. I do want to make a trip to Scandinavia, one of the go to some of these countries, but that's down the line. I don't know, Jeff. You're gonna stick out there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so, so that, that, that's uh, your number six, right? Yes, my number six. Alex, what's your number six? My number six is that that first kidnapping is fucking terrifying. First of all, it's out. It's very bright. It is very fucking bright. It kind of reminded me of uh, No Country for Old Men, where pretty much all the kills that Adrian Bardem like does are just in broad daylight. It's like very like. You know, what do you got there? Oh, it's just, you know, a test. Just hold perfectly still. And it was very similar to that, where he's like, oh, this? This is, I don't know, what I forgot what he calls it. But then he just slowly starts putting it over to the kid's face, and he doesn't move. He starts, like, backing up a little bit, and then he finally, like, grabs him and put his, puts it to his mouth. And then, yeah, he just, like a, like a deer carcass, he just strings him up to a tree, like, very nonchalant, like he's done this a million times before. He's got his little setup and everything. And then casually just slits his throat to drain all the blood out of him. It's like, oh, it's like, ugh. ugh. And then, yeah, he gets caught by that damn poodle. <laughs> I think it's yeah. Javier Bardem. <laughs> yeah, Javier Bardem. My bad. Um, yeah, there's another movie I saw where they said you have to... It was talking about draining somebody. and You have to keep them, hang them upside down and cut them from the throat because the blood does all the the pump the heart pumps it all out for you and you get all the blood out that way and apparently that's a thing it's probably why they do it to our, our cattle and stuff but alright uh, and it was yeah it's, it's something that can happen to you right you'd be nice hell what's going on old man and then boom that happens or you help some guy put a couch in a van and next thing you know does this, this rag smell like behind you. this rag smell like chlorine yeah <laughs> yeah all right, Scott, number five. Uh, number five is I, I really liked the 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 this. I don't know if "takes" the right word, but the, this take on vampires, because um, with, with kind of one exception, they're not really doing anything new with it. Um, but but I love you know how they they use the the lore here and the the typical conventions. Um, I, I love that they never explain it, um, but you know. That it's it's out in the world. People know what vampires are, at least as far as like the folklore is. Anyway, uh, I I liked how, but yeah, they just followed all the the different conventions um, about how they they have to drink, um, about how um, you know their their physical abilities, which we we don't get a full grasp of until the end of the movie, which we'll talk more about. Um, you know the, the sensitivity to light. Uh, we really don't get any of the whole like garlic or um, or crosses or anything like that. We see her throw up when she tries to eat like one little piece of candy. So probably was it's probably gross because it was, it was like 
some weird Scandinavian like Swedish fish. It was, it was probably like like seal skin or something like that. Yeah, like, Swedish fish are delicious. No, they're yeah. not. It was, it was probably yeah like fermented seal skin, something like wrapped around uh, like a snail. So I don't know, but uh, <laughs> trying trying to insult our Swedish listeners. Eh? Um, yeah, just just the the way it all plays out, and yeah, there's no. At, at no point, and I really appreciated this. At no point is there like the the old professor at the local college that <laughs> that that can point people towards the the right information they need, you know, or like someone's got the book, or mm-hmm. you know, there's no, there's never any flashbacks. We, we we never really even learn like the full extent of like what um, she might even be capable of. But um, yeah, I, again, I just it's like this no explanation they're just kind of a thing and really the the vampire thing is almost like a backdrop for everything else going on in this movie which is just more like this movie about about child neglect and and puppy love and bullying and um there just happens to be vampires <laughs> like vampire stuff going on at the same time um so yeah I like how it all wraps together yeah, definitely. And I'm trying. I was going to look up right now. This was 2008. This was kind of the heyday of vampire renaissance, right? This is uh, like when's Twilight? Mm-hmm. It was 2000, 2008. Is Twilight same okay. year? I want to say True Blood came out 2008. So this is uh, everything was coming up vampires. Yeah, <laughs> and we're, this was we're due for another big uh, vampire push because. In the '90s, we had the whole uh, Buffy, all, all the Anne Rice stuff, yeah, Buffy Vampire Slayer. <laughs> so, yeah, aren't they? I mean, Morbin Time tried to do it. Morbin, yeah, yeah, and succeeded Blade. wildly. Yeah, sorry, a Blade, Blade in the, coming in up. The late '90s was that? Yeah, but yeah, we got yeah. a new Blade coming up. Yeah. yeah, new Blade. So, I appreciated this one where it's. I don't know. There, it, it's a it's a combo between being the nice vampire and an evil vampire. Yeah, there's there's no glam, <laughs> glamorization here either. Which is, you know, I mean, she's definitely being nice to this boy, but she at the end maybe she is using him. You don't really know, but I don't think she is. Well, maybe I um, definitely but, think she is. I, I don't. I don't think she is either. Um, but I was gonna add, maybe at the end. Anyway. We'll get to that later. But, Scott, you mentioned there was one new thing. What was the new thing? So, it's not a new thing, but there's there's always that convention about how vampires can't come in if they're not invited, which is nothing new. But I don't think I've ever seen, like, what happens when a vampire does try to go in. Like, yeah. we usually go to yeah. see where they just don't come inside. Yeah, they're like, oh, boy, I can't. Yeah, there's always, yeah, some, some weird, like, can't. yeah, there's always it's like some, a force field. Yeah, yeah, there's, like, some weird, like, well, that's just how it is. Like, you just have to kind of accept it. It's like no, no, no. They can actually go inside. It just really sucks for them when they, they do. They won't last long. It's like yeah. them going in the sun, basically. Yeah, so. yeah. And I have more to say about that later. But. And then I was gonna say, I remember in True Blood, their thing was I rescind my invitation if someone be in the house and she would get mad at one of the vampires, and they would just kind of like be sucked out of the house. It's a weird camera effect, and they would just be pulled from the house and go to the. Fr- they didn't start like bleeding like that. And I like this better. Okay, I, I didn't realize. That, that happened. There was something akin to that in True Blood, yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, they'd all of a sudden they just get, like, te- not teleported, but, like, they kind of hover and they get pulled out and just go to the front door. But 
Um, all right. Uh, we're on to what? My number five. Uh, this was the stringing up of the kids. Uh, just how messed up that was. Um, to me, that's that's more scary than the vampire stuff because that's real. All right, stupid shit like that can happen. Um, you guys kind of co- covered it already. The one thing I had, like, why was this happening? He he was obviously doing it to get her blood, but what mm-hmm. is this saving? What is this preventing from her just going out and getting that blood and just being over with? Like, I, not I, just to keep her safe from being exposed. Yeah, I think I think but... that was part of it. Um... The other thing too is then there's no risk of creating other vampires, which oh, which okay, she, which she point. she didn't want, and the guy probably didn't want because um, the, the the actor did did a, a really great job because while he's doing this you could you could tell there was a, still this like hesitancy there there wasn't that there wasn't like the Dexter clinical like just going about his business like he was not having fun doing that stuff no. <laughs> like he was not enjoying it. On any level, um, so I think the actor did a good job of, of like displaying that without ever having to, to say it. Yeah. yeah, I still don't know. I mean, I guess it's to save that, but then a normal vampire lore. Well, I guess it's changed in movies. Usually, you have to like bury them after you bite them and right. lay with them in some weird ritual type thing to turn them. Or this was she just bitter. Couldn't finish her off, and then she yeah. turned into a vampire. Yeah, like because when she like this movie does a fantastic job of like tying up those little plot hole ends. Um, yeah, she, like she snapped the the one guy's neck. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, because my initial thing, oh, it's kind of like True Blood, where they they just drink blood given to them so they don't have to kill people. I was like, wait a minute, but this guy's still killing people, so that really <laughs> doesn't solve the problem. Right, you guys, I don't like watch True Blood, but that was the the Japanese found a way to make synthetic blood that would sensate right uh, to was, feed vampires. And so was, technically, they didn't have to feed on humans anymore. And, and the blood was called True Blood, right? That was the yes. whole thing again. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Alex, number five. My number five was the face melting. Uh, once the old, once the old familiar knew, or the old henchman knew that he was being caught. Tried to hide his identity by just melting his face. At first, I didn't know what to do. It's like, oh crap, he's gonna pour that, you know, gasoline on himself, set himself on fire, you know, self-emulate, so that there's, you know, little to no evidence and they can't find out who he is for a while. But no, he does something way worse, and he just melts his own face off. It's like, oh man, the dedication to this to Ellie that it takes to do something like that oh my well, gosh well, that was minor nitpick with that scene is I don't know why he had the jar open just sitting there he wasn't good at his job yeah. just in case and yeah he wasn't good at his job why was it in a glass well I guess the glass didn't break or it did break right or it just no, spilled it spilled yeah spilled um, and he got his fingertips and toes and everything I didn't really pay much that close attention to that but they could still dental records. They got him. They nail him. <laughs> oh, but he landed teeth first on the railing down below, so therefore they <laughs> he landed bone first. <laughs> oh, oh! I forgot to mention it. The, do you think that she had somehow charmed him, or no? To do this work? No, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think he chose this life. Okay. 
All right, uh, Alex, number, sorry, Scott, number four. Uh, my number four is the, the sound work here. Um, the Foley guys were, as, as I like to say, they're doing some yeoman's work here. Um, just all, every time they're doing the blood drinking. Um, from, from near far, like the, the weird kind of guttural noise, like kind of animalistic noise she makes um, is, is, is great. Um, just some of the, like, the slicing the the blood pouring out like it's all it's all very visceral um and you know just goes to show yeah you don't you don't need a huge budget to to do some things right um you know you know especially for a horror movie like this like you gotta really uh come up with something cool sounding or realistic or gross sounding um Mm -hmm. to, to to make all this stuff work Pretty pretty gruesome, but not over the top, right? Like that's yeah, basically good. All right, um, on my number four, and it would be uh, when the girl jumped her first kill, and you see her. Uh, well, I don't know if it's her first. No, not the first kill. It's the second kill when she goes after the girl, and she falls from the tree or jumps from the tree, and just kind of falls down onto her. Oh, fucking scary. It's freaking badass. It was I think cool. it was the lady, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it so just happens, like Jesus. There, there, there was such a to go back earlier in the movie. There was such a subtly great shot when she jumps down from the jungle gym. Yeah, that was awesome. It was just like, like a almost, hair too slow yeah, for like to be natural. Bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was very, very well done to be like, okay, that wasn't that wasn't right, <laughs> but not like super that, obvious. Yeah. Yeah, that she just appeared there to. Yeah, well, sound. I mean, well, I, well, it was obvious, but I meant like, uh, like enough so that the kid maybe didn't think anything of it anyway. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, uh, Alex, number four. Uh, my number four is I love the way the movie just sets the tone right at the start for like the whole movie. Like you got the, the the great score that's going on, shots of the snow. It's very bleak. The kid in his tidy whiteies like looking out the window, and you know, oh, right off the bat, you know, it's like, oh, there's something wrong with this kid. It's like he's kind of messed up. Uh, looking at Ellie and her dad, uh, quote unquote, dad coming in in the taxi, moving in, and putting up putting up the cardboard and everything. It's like, oh, you're you're in for a really good horror movie that's not gonna have a happy ending. It's like right off the bat. That was great. I mean, it kind of yeah. did have a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, but the tone, like at the start, right, like the right, right. No, 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 it's like, oh man, everybody's gonna die, or something like super tragic is gonna happen. So that's why the ending was such a surprise to me. Yeah, I can tell you. So when the movie started and I saw that scene you're talking about, I thought they were bringing home some adopted. That was his dad, and he was bringing home an adopted. His new sister or something like that, and he was get, he didn't like it, so he was gonna stab her. Like that's kind of where I thought, and well, obviously it wasn't that, but that's where my mind went. Like to let the right one in. Okay, they're bringing in this. I guess there's that movie, The Orphan. Maybe I'm just getting that <laughs> in my mind or something, or the they, bad son, the good they, son, or they they had a. Uh, let's get too far off topic. But they they had a sequel for The Orphan recently with the same actress. Like I think they really they had to use like forced perspective this time and have people like wear 
like platforms and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> I've, I've actually never seen it, but I just kind of remember okay. when it came out. Which is funny because they actually had like a like a teenage girl, or I don't know how old she was. It was actually a kid, and then you know years later she's an actual adult, but they like still try to make her look exactly the same as, as she did it. Mm-hmm. I, I like the concept, um, but um, anyway. <laughs> All right, Scott, number three. Uh, so number three is, uh, we just talked about this, but the, um, you know, what happens when a vampire goes inside? Like, I love that scene so much. I mean, again, it goes back to the sound, too. Like, that weird kind of gurgling, popping noise and, um, you know, like, subtle shift in, in her makeup. Um, and then, yeah, just the blood starts oozing out of her. Um until uh you know he tells her to stop and invites her in at that point for officially um you know and he feels bad about it uh and yeah just such a a a great sequence where she is like proving a point about like (laughs) like 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 you have you have to do this or you know (laughs) like if if we're going to continue to do whatever it is that we're doing here um and then yeah, it sets up the, the rest of that sequence with with her and, and you know covered in blood and um, you know she she's trying to gauge his reaction um, to this because she's already admitted that she's a vampire, but this is taking it to like a, a more extreme uh, point of, of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just I, again, just the. The, the way they shot the whole thing it was it was great yeah all right uh my number three and this is kind of piggybacking off my last one but the couple of her just being a vampire running around um when she goes to the hospital um so when yeah when she went talk to the receptionist or whatever she said no and she goes outside and then it shows the shot of the receptionist going outside i'm like oh we're gonna see her climb the building i mean that's kind of what you're expecting and I was looking for her. I did not see her on that wall. Yeah, they did a really great job of that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see the movement and it just it was so creepy the way she moved up there. And I was like, oh my God, I had to be around it. I'm like, was she there the whole time? And, we, and sure enough, yeah, she was just still the whole time. And then the way she went up. And, and yeah, it just worked. The, the, the movement was just unsettling. And then I'm also including with this. The, her old her drinking you know the caretaker doing his last job by letting her feed off feed off of him and then just when he falls and he hits the railing down below it's like ooh now that was pretty good effect yeah. just, but of course with this makeup we already talked about um, yeah I love that it was whole gnarly. Yeah, it was yeah pretty cool and just her moving because yeah I'm sure I mean it was it was freaking the cliffs of insanity just her on a rope being <laughs> pulled up or something right or whatever it was but it, it looked good. Um, all right, Alex, number three. My number three is the pool scene. Man, that was so, just so fucking good. Uh, Oscar gets dunked into the water, and he's, like, down there the whole time. And, it, again, to what Scott said, the, the sound department doing yeoman's work with all the sound effects, and you know shit is going down above the water, and then you see stuff falling into the pool. I know you guys have this on your list, so I'll stop talking right there. It's like, it's just fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I agree. Uh, this is my number two, um, but I don't know. Scott, what's your number two? Uh, so my number two is is the kids here um, are, are great. 
Um, so look at the cast list again. So Oscar, um, Kari Hard, <laughs> uh, Kari Hedebrandt, and then Lena Leanderson um, are, are both great here. I think the the director did a really good job here of just letting them be kids, um, and, and you know some of that's with, with the script, I'm sure, and the, and the dialogue. Like they don't they don't say anything that you know kids wouldn't say. Especially Oscar acts like a kid. Like, he's just, you know, not necessarily dumb, but, like, just childish in a lot of his reactions. Um, but but still, there's, like, a like a genuine innocence to him that, that, that kind of shines through. Um, despite his, like Alex mentioned early on, his, he's starting to lean in heavily to, into violence. Um, and then, yeah, the, the girl, too, is, is also great. Um, like... You know, this is a a perfect companion piece to like uh, um, tw- to Invaders from Mars. Just like <laughs> like you can you can have child actors and and have them like carry the entire movie. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just was really impressed with both of them. Um, I, 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 I I could go on, but um, you know, I'll probably her more than him because she 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 just has to do more. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, some, some really good stuff in both of them. Agreed. All right. Uh, well, my number two, as I mentioned, is the pool sequence scene. Um, the pool scene. Um, now I saw it coming, so I, I don't, and I'm wondering if I have seen this, like I liked watching like all YouTube account on like scary scenes for movies and maybe I, I saw it, but as soon as it happened, I'm like, okay. That she's gonna come and just kill all these fools. Like so, from that point, it wasn't surprising. But what was surprising was just like how horrific it was without seeing too much. Right? You don't see the dismemberment. You just see the after effects. Um, the best being the kid's legs like kicking through the water. Like I thought that was really cool. Like he was being dragged through the water. You see his feet like yeah. Um, and then yeah, you see a limb and you and a limb and. You're thinking like the guy would have let go of Oscar at one point while this was happening, but his because the guy the hand didn't come off his head until like halfway through all of that. Yeah. Um, but no, it was still freaking awesome. And then what I didn't so they she left the one boy who was not in on it, but he was still there and part of all of this. So I was a little wondered about that. And then the other kid was not really in on it too. So I don't why she killed him. Yeah, I felt. I mean, yeah, I felt, I felt bad for the two kids because they were there was like levels of bullying going on here <laughs> right um i think she left the other kid alone because he was just sitting there like yeah. keeping his eyes closed i think the other kid ran right and i'm sure at that point she was in like full like wolverine berserker vampire mode so she, it was just like somebody to run down and kill at that point like i don't know if she necessarily thought through like should she or not um, so. Now, and do you think so? When he when he hits the kid with the pole, and the next time you see him, he like he's acting humbled. And was that a long game, or was he really humbled? And then his big brother—I'm assuming that was his older brother—or I don't know who that the, the, I, the bigger kid was. But I, he's I, like, "No, fuck that. We're going to get revenge on this kid for doing that." To you. I, I think I think that that other kid genuinely like didn't like I, him and the other kid like didn't want anything to do with any of this. But um yeah, I think yeah. When, he, when he goes the first time he goes up to him in the pool, I, I think it's 
like out of like a genuine like like just weird kid like I, he doesn't know how to apologize but like he kind of wants things to be okay between them I guess so but then and then he's and then he gets dragged back into it because the older brother shows up and he's like an even bigger bully okay I, I kind of agree with that um all right uh, Alex number two. My number two would be, yeah, the grooming of Oscar. There's, uh, yeah, there's no real vampire hypnosis or trickery going on here. This is just old school abusive psychology (laughs) going on, uh, which is uh, great for the film and terrifying because these are, uh, from what I've read, real tactics that some abusers, you know, use to get uh, people to stick with them, even though they're terrible. Um, yeah, like uh, the old guy, I don't know how Ellie got him. Maybe he was a younger kid when they met, just like Oscar. Maybe he was a little bit older, but he wasn't getting the job done. Maybe like my first thinking was that he was too complacent. Like he couldn't change with the times, which is why he was using his same old murder tricks, which eventually got him caught. Or he, you know, Ellie recruited him while he was old and he just, uh, like we've talked about, isn't used to and doesn't like killing so he doesn't know how to do it but in any case she needs somebody new and she is smitten by oscar and uh yeah that uh, that tactic that she used to go in uninvited into the house to make it him like uh apologetic or make him feel guilty for doing this um it's just it's it's scary all around. I, I I I don't think she was like consciously trying to to, to like like nag him into doing anything for her. Maybe, maybe not. Like but the, I think the blood thing. That's I think, the that's the end end result. I just think the blood thing was just, or like her walking in was just that she was annoyed that he he, he kept like making fun of her for it. Yeah, yeah, that could be it too. I'm on Scott's side here, but I definitely think your side is possible, and I think that's what makes this a good movie, right? Like, there you could, if someone told me that that the director goes, "No, my intention was this," and I'd be like, "Okay, you got me." I I don't think it's that way, but I couldn't say you didn't prove it in the film. Like, no, you definitely could say that. I guess I just want to be a little more hopeful that there was. We'll see about my number one, but yeah, like, um, yeah, I could see it. I just don't think that's what it is. Yeah, you you do have a good point though, Alex, about how her relationship with the the other guys is much different. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, we, we we only get a couple of scenes with them together, and the one scene when she's upset, yeah. she's she's like desperate for blood at that point. So yeah, um, you know she she's kind of lashing out in that in that respect. You know, got in way a kid would. Um, you know, mm-hmm. kids know how to push your buttons, right? So, <laughs> and he could be relatively—I mean, he could have found her on the side of the road, and he's using her now, right? Like he could—it could have been something like that. Yeah. He's an old guy, you know, an old man, and he has, sees a little young girl, and he takes her in, and he's yeah, it could be that. I, like, I you oh. know, the, the more you guys talk about it, I, 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 I do think it, it does make some more sense on on some level that. They hadn't been together for that long, like maybe 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 like a while, like maybe even longer than like Oscar had been alive. But 
not not super long, not like his whole life or anything like that. So yeah, yeah. And then See, this is this is what's great about this film. We can have discussions about <laughs> anything and still not come up with like right. a single solution, but they all sound good. This is great. Exactly. So that that one t- the thing where she kind of. She goes, let me, when she kind of charms him, or not charms him, but whatever, and you kind of see her as an old woman, you see her like a close-up of her eyes and the wrinkled and stuff, right? Like, what was that all about? I, I think that was just what she looks like when she's in full, like, feeding mode. Like, when she's looking, after, are you talking about when she looks up after licking the blood? No, but she's like, I don't even remember. I thought she was just really close with him, Oscar, and he says something like, she goes, I want you to see inside me or something like that. To oh, see that she... Yeah, I want you to be me. Yeah. Yeah. And they did something with the eyes on both of them. So I was wondering if she was charming him there or something. Um, right? they do, you're right. They do have that weird cut afterward. Um, where it's just Oscar sitting there by himself all of a sudden. Um, right. Um, yeah, that, you know, I, I didn't think any of that stuff was going on, but... That that was a weird cut. Shit. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> again, <laughs> yeah. it's possible. Yeah, they're, 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 you know, again, not to, to digress here too much. There, there are a couple of shots where her eyes seem abnormally large. Yes. To the point where I, I yeah. thought they went back and digitally did something. Yeah, they battle angel yeah. here. Especially on that scene yeah, right there yeah. when she charmed her. They, they, like, like, I mean, like, my a whole, like, not not just like, like, like her eye sockets got bigger, like, <laughs> like, the, yeah, like like Alex said, that Battle Angel stuff. Um, but that there, the uh, just just as an aside, uh, the makeup they had for only a split second when she looks up after licking the blood off the floor, like that was some good stuff. <laughs> and, and like her cuts away really long. Yeah, well, they had the, the long tongue, that. which was cool, and then she looks up, and she, I, I almost, I would, I would, I would not, been, I would not be surprised if it had been a different actor that they stuck in for that one shot, um, and then they cut back to Oscar and back to her, and she's like, somewhat normal again. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, just cool little stuff like jammed in everywhere here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I don't know what was that. Was that your number one, Scott? Oh, that was we were on that your number. My number. Two, that was my number two. Okay, so Alex Scott, what's your number one? My number one is is the pool scene. Yeah, the okay. Yeah, did pretty much everything you guys said. Um, you hear the thud from underwater, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's on!" Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's no surprise that she was going to show up and kill like one of these guys, right? Um, especially when the older brother shows up and pulls out the knife. It's like, okay. Um, so on that, on that score, maybe not too subtle. Um, and then yeah, just. The, the legs dragging, then the, the head gets dropped into the water. Um, just some, some really, really great imagery. Um, you know, and the way that it's shot, you know, from, we don't see it, it's all underwater. Um, she does say that she can fly. Um, I don't know if she was joking or not about that. But the way the, the one kid gets dragged over the water makes it seem like <laughs> that could be a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, just, just really cool stuff. Um, you know, just to show that you know something can be horrific and intense without actually happening on screen, at least fully on screen. Anyways, like a head mm-hmm. does get dropped in the water. It's not like there's not nothing there. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. and then you get that wide shot. Um, and yeah, you, you see the bodies there, and like 
both the older brother's head's been ripped off. I couldn't tell for the the other kid or not. Um, but yeah, yeah just, just pulls of blood and um, I am curious like now though if they they just left the other kid there alone. Like I don't know that Oscar necessarily would have like stopped her, but maybe they just got out of there right away. Um, who knows? Or there's a manhunt on for Oscar now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cheese it. Yeah, it could be. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my number one. Um, got a couple honorable mentions here. Um, Hold on, we have to do our number ones. Oh, you, you, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll wait then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number one is the unexpected friendship slash, slash love story that happens here. I, I don't, like I said, it's, it's friendship slash love yeah i think he thinks it's more than it is yeah with her, pu- but... i call it puppy love yeah i, I um, think i think it's reciprocal I, I, it could I, be I, 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 I definitely think it is um so out of this movie that was the one thing i was not expecting to have in this and at the very end when she's in her little coffin or whatever and they're doing the morse code on the train i just i really enjoyed that yeah it was, it was um, a very like something uh, uh, very sweet about, about this movie right? exactly yeah, yeah. So, uh, when, a, when a movie can like span different genres like this, it's why I love Jaws so much, right? It's a horror movie slash fantasy action movie slash com whatever comedy, and this is not Jaws, but it I like the fact that it does this stuff, and so uh, that's why it's my number one. Alex, my number one is Oscar and Ellie. Uh, without those actors having that chemistry, this movie just wouldn't have worked. Yeah, they yeah. did a fantastic job. As far as kid actors, child actors goes, they're you know top notch. I don't think they went on to do too much, too many other things. But no, they didn't. I just looked at it. They haven't done much at all. Yeah, it must have been the right casting at the right time for both of these kids. And uh, the other thing that uh, they succumb, they succumb to the Swedish winter. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say they don't have a, they don't have American parents. They have Swedish parents. Like, no, you're getting out of the show. You're getting out of show business. You're getting education. You're good. Yeah, yeah. get a real job. Yeah. All right, Alex. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I got honorable mentions after that. Okay. Honorable mentions, Scott. Okay. Um, for starters, not not a mention, but just a, a an observation. Um, did. Did you guys get like Danny vibes from uh, The Shining with with Oscar here? So no. I felt I felt like at points they were maybe trying to make him kind of like that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Other than a shitty haircut. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, maybe it was just me. <laughs> um, but uh, so, like Jeff, you already mentioned it. The kind of the, the puppy love story here going on again is, is I think is great. Um, the, so I want to talk about um, the scene where you briefly see her scar. Yeah. Um, that's what I was going to talk about too. So I looked this up in the trivia. Um, so I'm assuming this is what the directors were going for as well. Cause they, there, there was some stuff in the trivia about, what happens in the books, which I don't think is really applicable here because, you know, we kind of see what we see, but they showed us the scar. Um, the implication here was that, um, that she was castrated. Um, you know, so every point in the movie where she tells, she says them several times that, that she's not a girl. Um, she didn't just mean that 
that she was a vampire. Um, you know, she she meant like quite like literally um, that that that's not at least not how she viewed herself. Anyways, um, I know we, we keep calling her her, um, but uh, you know there was a just a, a like an interesting wrinkle, um, you know, which which really didn't affect the the plot at all um other than you know just that one shot um so yeah i think that was it was worth mentioning because um yeah they, they there's definitely you see that one shot and that's it like there's nothing like to reference that at all like throughout the rest of the movie yeah i forgot about that yeah right yes yeah, one of those like little touches that just gives the movie just that other layer that it's not necessary but you're glad it's there I mean, <laughs> relatively like plot point story wise speaking, because it's like it's it just gives you another thing to think about with this film. It's fantastic. So that's it for me. Yeah, uh, but I don't think I mean, but it goes beyond castration, right? There's nothing there. So well, that's more. what that's what castration is. No, it's just the nuts, isn't it? I, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I honestly tell that to the unsullied. Yeah. Well, no one knew that was the thing with the unsullied. You didn't know. Um, oh, anyway, without getting into the details there. Um, all right. Well, anything else to add before we rate it? Um, nope. Just, right. just it was fucking cold in Norway, or <laughs> or, Sweden. or Sweden, or wherever the country this was from. But they really didn't make that that big of a deal the movie either because I think they just they all live in Sweden so it's like, yeah it's snow here. Oh, one 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 small note. Um, so she they they make it like her whole thing is like the cold doesn't bother her, but I could tell in a couple scenes that she like the actress was cold. <laughs> <laughs> like kind of see her shiver a little bit. Like they did a good job of like not showing it, but uh, there were points where they couldn't help it. Like um, so, but kudos to her to, to faking it. Anyway, all right, Scott. On a scale of what? Okay, sorry, everybody. We usually rate on a scale of one to seven. One being garbage, seven being perfection. Scott, what do you give this movie? Uh, I'm giving this a six. Um, maybe it's because all the other <laughs> movies we watched over this Halloween span were, were kind of garbage. I mean, they were fun, um, but they were garbage. Yeah, they, they they weren't they weren't good. Um, this is genuinely. Um, good all the way around, um, and uh, yeah, I'm glad we we we, we watched this. This is a, um, a, just a very cool take on on genre and horror and, and genre bending stuff. So yeah. Okay, I agree. A six as well. Um, it's not a perfect movie because it's in Swedish. But other than that, no, I'd have to watch it a couple more times before I'd move it up to a seven. But it, I it really is it is it. if there's one overall knock to it, it is. It is a slow burn. Even though stuff's kind of like the horse happening all the way through, it, it is still kind of slow. I felt like two hours was very long for this movie. Like 20, 30 minutes could be knocked off. But anyway, I still enjoyed it. And never once was I looking at my watch. Um, it did take me a while to watch it because I keep stopping it for the dog. But other than that, <laughs> um, yeah, six, easy six for me. Alex. 
Well, easy six for you, but I think this is a tough seven for me Whoa. because yeah, right. I, it's it's not yeah you know, like you said it's not a perfect movie. It's just, it's a slow burn, but I still felt engaged from beginning to end. It is so thought provoking, like in a good way that it's not going to leave me for a long while. And it's not it's not a movie that I'm going to watch like every week, but it's it's still like a phenomenal film yeah. so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to give it a seven yeah you know if 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 you were to ask me like top 10 horror movies like I'd, I'd have to think about this one for sure yeah all right by the way i just looked up castration technically it's the removal of the testicles okay uh that's what i thought so I, that's what there was more than just that there. So that's why I'm okay. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just going by the trivia. So, but I'm wondering, like, as that's why I'm. It was just a weird thing where that's a lore they add that, like, because I mean, they don't have a digestive system. I'm assuming so they just chop off whatever they have down there. They don't need it. And nothing's coming out of there. I well, no, I think I think that's a horrible thing that happened to her before she got turned. Okay, well, that that was you're my probably take. right. You're that was probably my take right, on it, but. Like, um, and yeah, and so how far back is that, right? When they were doing that to, yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be could, could could be hundreds of years, yeah. Like right. we don't we don't know, yeah. Um, all right. Well, now it's time for our crossover topic, which is what Scott. Uh, it is our top five henchmen.